Today, I'm gonna share five ways for writers to essentially block writer's block, hopefully, for good. I don't want to give you nebulous ideas, though. I want to give solid actions that actually work. Everything I'm about to say is from personal experience, so there is a chance that not all of it will apply to everyone. But I really believe in these principles, and I hope that they help. Cue the intro. Writer's block. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've heard it all before. All the greatest authors have fielded this question for years. And while the answers often wear different clothes, they're all the same underneath. Most of the time, they'll tell you to just write consistently. Sit down and put your pen to the page. Don't worry about making every word perfect. Just get it all out. None of this is bad advice, but something you'll notice that they all say is that everyone has a different process. Some writers plot their entire novel before they write a single word, and some fly by the seat of their pants. Some writers get 500 words a day out on their morning commute. And some churn out thousands of words at their expensive mahogany desks on the weekends. But knowing all of this isn't exactly useful. And while it's comforting to know that even some of the best authors work incredibly slowly, the age in which you can afford to not be prolific is quickly fading. And writer's block can be your worst enemy. As the culture and industry evolves, it's becoming more and more important to be able to consistently release content if you want to stay alive in the industry. The self-publishing industry thrives because of this principle. And let me tell you, the self-publishing industry will not become more like traditional publishing. It's actually the opposite. For many of us creators, this monster called writer's block bursts out of the closet at the worst of times. So how do you beat it? I could tell you some nebulous, inspiring crap, or make you feel good about yourself. But every writer on the planet has already done that. What I don't think gets talked about enough is the actual science of it all. You see, your body is a machine, and your mind is a big part of that machine. And your mind is where all your ideas come from, right? Writing can be an incredibly heavy intellectual load on your mind. Have you ever written some of your best work or gotten through a really big chapter in one writing session and found yourself just absolutely drained afterward? This is because even though you're sitting down and typing at a computer, it's actually incredibly hard to focus for hours at a time and create out of thin air. But writer's block isn't some spiritual connection with your muse getting cut off. It may just be that your brain and body are not where they need to be at that time. You've got to take care of your mind. And no, I'm not talking about some inspiring, feel-good mantras. You don't have to feed yourself affirmations or spend hours sitting in a bubble bath while essential oils permeate the air. The principles that foster your creativity and focus are simple ones. And today, I'm going to give you five of my favorites. So here we go. One, sleep. I put this one first because it might actually be the most important one. You see, sleep is one of the trickiest parts of physical and mental health. Because in this age, so many of us are addicted to stimulants like sugar and caffeine which even in smaller doses can mask your energy problem to the naked eye. Many Americans think they can get by on only six hours and a good night yields like seven. 
We fall asleep playing on our phones or watching TV, and the actual quality of our sleep is tainted by noise and blue light. Another thing that makes sleep hard to regulate is that many of us judge sleep based on how we feel, just viscerally, in the morning, in the moment. But many things can contribute to a lack of energy and focus throughout the day, some of which we'll come back to in a moment. Know this, if you're not coming close to eight hours of sleep multiple nights a week, your cognitive performance will decline. And sleep is one of the most important factors in energy. And I shouldn't have to tell you this, but energy is what we use to focus, think, and create. Writer's block will find you if you do not have access to the energy that is required to produce high volumes of creative work. Number two, nutrition. As most of you know, diet goes hand in hand with sleep. We all know that junk food is bad for us, but even then, we often ignore the cognitive effects. We tend to think that junk food will simply make us fatter or susceptible to health problems in the future, but it's so much deeper than that. The food you eat will decide whether you experience afternoon crashes, random energy dips, or spells of time in which you simply cannot think as clearly. Your cognitive performance will decline if you're not getting enough to eat, but it will also decline if you're getting too much. Even worse, that simple carb-stuffed sandwich that you eat every day for lunch is not doing you any favors. I know, I love them too. Though I'm a bit of a nerd for nutrition, I won't get further into the weeds here. What you need to know is that the choices about what you put into your body affect even more than you know. And the worst part is, it can often be incredibly hard to detect the small changes at first. Especially because a change in diet, over time, whether good or bad, may take a little extra time for you to see the positive effects. And when things change slowly over time, you may be slow to realize how much it's helping you or hurting you. Number three, environment. This is one of the most important mental tricks, and it can be applied to more than just writing. You've got to take a look around you. What sort of room are you occupying? I'm not just talking about the physical world or your literal home, though the same principles will apply. I'm talking about your own psyche. You carry your phone around all day and probably spend more time on it than you should. I know because I've been there. We all struggle with this. Some might say that the world we live in is in our phones. So what's inside that world? What is your phone filled with? If you want to write, you've got to fill your peripheral vision with writers, writings, beauty, art, and teachers. Are you on Twitter watching cat videos? Or are you gorging yourself on tutorials, watching author interviews, creative analysis videos? like the ones I make on this channel right here. And popular novels in your genre? Whatever your aim, you've got to do your best to surround yourself with what you want to become, the places you want to be. You need everyday reminders of the path ahead and the prize that waits for you at the end. It's the same way that you should keep healthy friendships. If your friends are successful, positive, inspiring influences, then you too will be driven to rise to their level. But we don't always have those people in our lives. Social media can be a really powerful tool in this regard. Use your internet environment, your mental environment, and your physical environment to manipulate the paths of your brain. If you do not surround yourself with the things that are helping, they might be hurting. Number four, the rule of three. 
When I finally learned how to set a goal and do it well to completion, there was one major takeaway that always stuck with me. You see, you can't have too many eggs in too many baskets, but you really just shouldn't have too many eggs in the first place. Did that make sense? Think about what you're giving your time to. In order to do something well, you have to focus. And a good rule to abide by is never having more than three core daily commitments. I'm talking about the things you promise yourself you're going to do on the weekdays. The things that take up large amounts of space in your mind. For many of us, a day job is one of those things. Another may be fitness goals, grinding away at the gym. And a third very well may be just making sure that you have some time to relax at the end of the day and play some games, watch some TV. That's okay. You can divvy up your time however you please, but don't spread yourself too thin. It will inevitably reduce your ability to perform. A few years ago, I went on an intense weight loss journey. It was a mammoth of a task for me mentally and physically. But what I had to do to reach my goal was to narrow my focus. And I'll admit, this meant some sacrifices. I told myself I'm going to go to work, reach my fitness or diet goal every single day. Then after that, I could relax, hang out, play games, do whatever I please, so long as it didn't include breaking my diet. Those were my three things. This allowed me to allocate my most intense energy and inspiration into one goal. For me, that was losing weight. It resulted in a loss of 80 pounds over the course of eight months. Basically, don't try to work 50 hours a week. Get to the gym five days a week. Diet. Learn to play the guitar. Write a book. Start a YouTube channel. And still maintain your social engagements and family relations all at one time. Because the truth is, we all end up sucking at a majority of these things when we become spread too thin. I'm saying all of this from experience. This is especially important if you want to see powerful results in smaller time frames. 5. Exercise. This is the final piece. It's an obvious one. Yes, it's simple. Yes, if you're not keen to do it, you might roll your eyes. It seems obvious, but I can't stress how important it actually is. The effects that proper exercise can have on your brain cannot be dismissed. This isn't just a physical dilemma. Things like stress and anxiety can often hinder your writing process. But guess what? Doing cardiovascular exercise for 30 minutes to an hour, three to five days a week can have profound effects on those struggles. You can think clearer, relax, and most importantly, focus. Before you know it, those creative juices will be flowing in ways that you never expected. This is backed by hard science. For those of you out there unwilling to put in the work and get over those beginner humps, I feel sorry because when it comes to exercise, you never really know what you're missing until you've really experienced those benefits. Until then, it can often feel like a monotonous mountain of vanity. But at the top, things look different. And I promise you're going to love the way it feels. These are the core principles that have enabled me to destroy writer's block. And I want you to have them too. As writers, we have got to be careful of indulging our reclusive or inactive tendencies. They aren't helping us. I've been through all of it. Every single one of the things that I've mentioned in this video, I have struggled with myself. So I'm not speaking from a pedestal. I'm just trying to help. Your body is a machine and your mind is a part of that. If it's not properly maintained, it will fail you when you need it most. You need to stay ready.
that's it for this one today, guys. Thank you guys for watching and be sure to leave a like on the video and subscribe to the YouTube channel for content in the future. Spicy new videos are going up every single week, including a weekly podcast as well as new video essays all the time. But until then, I will see you guys in the next video.